0: Welcome to Gapology Radio Podcast with authors Mark Tienis and Brian Brockhoff. We can be reached at Gapology.org and our books can be found at Amazon.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Gapology Radio Podcast. This is your host Brian Brockhoff. We're going to give Mark Tinus a call and see what he's up to this week. Hey Brian. Hey Mark, how are you? I'm great, how are you? I'm doing good, doing good. You all ready for Halloween? I am, I've got
1: my costume all picked out
0: oh cool what are you gonna be it's a secret <laughs> okay that sounds good I, And you? well you know uh my son had a halloween party a couple weeks ago and i you know i really went all out i put on a royals t-shirt and my royals hat and i was a kansas city royal fan wow i know i think i might do that tomorrow fan that's unusual oh yeah yeah right <laughs> so what do you got for us this week well i thought
1: it was important that we just started double back with the group on a huge topic and just share our learnings around that and, and i i would call this uh, achieving organizational wisdom and through our gapology work we we were able to work with some incredible organizations incredible companies nonprofits, etc and we learned so much from them but if you step back and look at the most successful the winning organizations they were clearly teaching organizations and we wrote about this in gapology uh, to some extent but i thought i would share with the group what we learned and the characteristics of a teaching organization and, and what that meant uh, you know, to the team and to the bottom line and, and everything else. How, how's that sound?
0: Yeah, sounds great.
1: Yeah, so let me jump in. So we we tried to document the process and the thinking of these teaching organizations. And that's what I'm going to share with you. And But I can't tell you how much we learned from them. This was not something that we taught them. It's what we learned from them. So the first piece was they all had teaching as a value. So if you're taking notes, make note of that, teaching as a value. So I would challenge um, any organization to come out and make teaching a value. We found that to be of great significance over the long run. And it needs to be a stated value, and it is not a stated value of of most organizations. Here's how it works. When teaching is a value, learning becomes a value. So ultimately a teaching organization becomes a learning organization. And that means that the potential of the organization becomes boundless. It changes everything. Uh, Teachers get developed at all levels. And all I can tell you to summarize this piece is that when teaching is a value, what we found was those were the winning organizations. Those were the most winning organizations, the most successful, and it really changed everything um, about the outcomes that they achieved. So teaching as a value is something we would view as step one and something we would challenge every organization to to initiate, uh, right?
0: Yeah, I totally agree. The uh... When we saw that in those organizations, they didn't just teach the things that were planned out ahead of time. It wasn't just you know the stuff that was in the training documents. They really sought out teachable moments as they were going through their day. They are really looking for things that they could do to teach the team. Yeah, no,
1: that's that's great, and that leads right into uh, my next my next point. Thank you for that. So the next point I, I have written down is learning, thinking, and insight, and that's sort of a continuum learning, thinking, and insight. One creates the other creates the other. So I want to walk you through that. So one of the things we found in in these organizations was something that we would call teachable points of view. And I think Noel Tishy coined that term, but we saw leaders teaching specific lessons throughout the week. And they would teach them to different groups, etc. And the math on this is pretty amazing. So a teachable point of view is a short lesson taught by a leader to a group of leaders who then teach it to others and so on. So one leader, one teachable point of view to 10 people who then take it to another 10 people. And you're already at 100 people that have learned the teachable point of view, if my math makes sense, basically 10 times 10. So it grows. And uh, what happens then is learning creates thinking, which creates insight. And it all starts with this teaching. So the teaching creates the learning, the learning creates insight. Uh, People look at things differently, as an example, and that just changes everything. Another characteristic that was within this was that it was very clear to us that in the winning organizations, in the organizations where teaching was a value leaders led with questions. They didn't have all the answers and they didn't give all the answers. In fact, they were very slow to give answers and they were quick to listen and to ask questions. So it was quite different. So even their leadership style created learning because again, they led with questions. So a characteristics of those leaders was that they did not tell or command in general. They asked questions and they, they led through that. And it was it was quite, quite different. Uh, but, but that created this continuum, teaching, creating the learning, the learning, creating, thinking in the team that wouldn't have been there otherwise, which created insight. And that insight is what you build the organization around. You know, it, it creates the future. Think about that. So that piece was huge for us. Uh, Brian?
0: Yeah. W- one thing I'd like everybody to really think about is when you're learning, when you're being taught something, it really stretches your mind. I always like to think of that. And, and Mark, every time I talk to you, I feel like my mind stretches just because you're always teaching me something new. Um, and, and what we really saw is, you know, winning leaders value that. They value the growth that happens when you're teaching and And if you can get your team to then turn around and teach it as well, then they have to learn that information at a much, much deeper level than just learning it for themselves.
1: Yeah, no I like I like the way you put that it's um it's like an athlete who's working out you know to run a marathon, maybe you know, they stretch and they grow and they practice and they you know have to have this regiment. Um, we saw that in the in the winning organizations where teaching was a value. You're absolutely correct. So the third step of this, so we've gone from teaching as a value to learning, thinking, and insight. The third step here is behavior change. And behavior change is the outcome of of those first two. So this is how it works. The the insight that was gained from the teaching uh, creates empowerment within the team. The empowerment then creates action. So now because you've created a teaching organization and a learning organization, you've created action. Assuming your leaders are teaching the right things, you are creating the right action. It changes everything. We, uh, we heard of a, a term within uh, an organization that we worked with where, where they talked about teaching with a purpose. And that is absolutely you know, the teaching that's needed. It has to be on purpose, it's with a purpose, but that purpose is ultimately this behavior change piece, this action piece. So you, you go from an organization that doesn't create action quickly, uh, maybe slow to act, and the learning organizations are much quicker to act and they're acting on the right stuff uh, because of this insight piece. So it, it, it all goes together. They, they really, uh, you, you really need to think about your teachable points of view as a leader. Uh, what are they? How do they impact the organization in the long run? Because you're asking other leaders to teach them as well. So they're gonna spread. So you wanna make sure you're teaching the right stuff. But if you're teaching the right stuff, you really create this behavior change within the organization. And you can move an organization from not performing to performing very quickly. Uh, if, if you do this one right. So behavior change is one of the outcomes of a teaching organization becoming a learning organization. Well, Brian, to you.
0: I, mean, I think one of the best behavior changes that we've seen is more teaching. You know, when, when an organization really isn't doing a lot of that and then all of a sudden they start teaching, it really becomes cyclical. You start teaching and then that starts to change behaviors and then more teaching happens from that. Yeah,
1: and you, you uh, begin seeing teachers at all levels. So they're not waiting around for the boss to come in to teach. Uh, They become the teachers. Right. So that's huge, Brian. So when you when you give somebody a teachable point of view, a 10 minute lesson that they now are comfortable with, that they can deliver, they become the teacher. So this behavior change that we talked about creates improved execution. So when you're teaching the right things, you get improved execution. And how does that happen? Well. If you go back to gapology, you know, terminology, the teams truly anticipate gaps before they even occur, and they eliminate gaps before they occur. And they do that by developing execution strategies. So backing up to the insight that they've gained through the teaching, uh, they're able to develop execution strategies and gaps, performance gaps become non-existent. They become something that's anticipated and eliminated before they become issues. So execution improves in an organization where teaching is a value, where they're teaching the right things, and where, you know, teachers are developed at all levels. Improved execution is my my fourth uh, point there. Brian, to you.
0: In that improved execution, you know, I think leaders... Uh, these winning leaders in these organizations, I think they really know what matters. So, you know, they're focusing on improving the execution around those things, the things that really are going to drive the results. Um, they know what processes will achieve it. Um, they know how to leverage the strengths of the team and how to minimize the weaknesses of the team. Just understanding those pieces, I think, is, is huge. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. So the,
1: the fifth step, which is the destination of the first four, is wisdom. So we called this podcast, Achieving Organizational Wisdom. Uh, Here's what it looks like when you get there. So you really create long-term growth for the organization. You have created within the team increased satisfaction. People that are learning become very satisfied with their career, with their job. Most people surveyed today say that they are not satisfied with their job. You can change that. By creating a teaching organization. The satisfaction is created by engagement. The engagement goes up. And um, the greatest thing is in those organizations, because you've created teachers at all levels, you actually have developed the future leaders. So your succession planning is solid. So um, wisdom is where you're trying to get to organizational wisdom, where... The organization can conquer any obstacle. They can figure it out. Uh, They know how to close gaps. And all of this starts back at the beginning, which was making teaching a value. Uh, Brian?
0: Yeah, yeah. The the organizational wisdom is really the goal. That's really the end in mind. And knowing what matters, knowing the things that are important um, at the outset um, is crucial, is key. And one of those outcomes must be organizational wisdom yeah so you know you look
1: at you look at all the different organizations out there how many of them truly have teaching as a value the answer is very few let me just in closing walk walk you through these this five-step progression again so teaching as a value is the first step you must declare that uh, that that in and of itself changes everything Uh, that creates learning thinking and insight And that really is the fire starting to burn within the organization that creates behavior change that creates improved execution and that leads to this long term, you know, growth, which we would call wisdom, organizational wisdom as, as the outcome. So that's what we learned from the greatest companies we worked for, up to and including Fortune 25 companies. We we hope it's meaningful to you. So thanks, Brian.
0: Thanks, everybody. All right, Mark. Thanks a lot. This was a great one. We'll talk to you later. Okay, that's it for another week. If your organization is starting to look at leadership development programs for next year, consider Gapology. We customize the programs to fit your company's needs. Head on over to our website or send an email to contact at gapology.org for more information. Everyone have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology production. Visit us at Gapology.org.